Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. Oh, I didn't see you there. Hi, I'm Rob McCallum. Director of NES Club Nintendo Quest and host of GamerCast, and you're listening to Two Dudes and an S. Hey, Mike. What's up, dude? Woohoo! Uh, guess what? <laughs> What's up? I won the lottery. What? No yeah, way! Yeah, yeah, I won the lottery. Awesome. I am now a millionaire. Wow! Yeah. So you know what, what I did? Uh, no. It gave it all to me. No, I invested it all in golden coins, and I built a swimming pool, and now I just swim in my money. Uh. Okay. Yeah. What do you think? Huh? So you have a million dollars worth of gold coins in a swimming pool. Mm-hmm. And you just... And I just swim in it. You mean you just lay on top of it? Because I can't imagine being able to swim in, in gold coins. It's actually quite effective if you do the backstroke. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. It's just like the McScrooge or Scrooge McDuck always did. Um yeah. Oh, in DuckTales, like in DuckTales. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If you just do the backstroke, you're fine. As in the game we're talking about this week? Yeah. A lot of people have been looking forward to this one, especially me. Yeah. I think uh, this is a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is one of the one of the all-time faves. So, yeah, we're we're pretty excited. I know uh, dude Sean is pretty excited. He was so excited that, and I want to give him a shout out real quick. That for our high score challenge this week, which we're extending beyond the show, so we won't announce any winners on the show today. Um, he's actually going to give away the remake of the game. Like he's gonna he's gonna buy whoever wins the high score challenge a whatever PlayStation Network or whatever you use code so that you can have the digital remake of DuckTales. So I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah, but I think what you mean by when, you mean whoever comes in second. Because have you seen his high score on there? (laughs) Yeah, that's true. He's got like a $1 billion high score. Yeah, unless he's going to buy himself one. Which no, maybe. yeah, yeah. It's whoever comes in second. So again, Sean with the high scoreboard, just so they can show mm-hmm. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that score, and there was actually what's funny is um, I was looking at because you know, well, we'll get into this in the gameplay. There's three different endings, uh-huh. and so I was watching the the different endings on YouTube just to see which ones because I'd never seen the uh, two of them. I only only ever seen one of them. And, um, one, the one that had like the best ending where you clear with like over 10 billion points or 10 million points mm-hmm. of money, mm-hmm. um, their score wasn't even as good as Sean's. <laughs> oh, wow. 
So yeah, Sean's so. <laughs> pretty good at this game. Just pretty yeah. good. So. Okay. All right. Some history and stuff. All right. Let's do some history. You know what would be cool? How about Justin's historical tidbits and trivia? That would be cool. Well, this game, obviously one of the more famous games uh, for the NES, developed by Capcom. Capcom. And uh, some pretty famous names behind this game. Like uh, Kiji Infune. How did we decide that this was pronounced? well, I don't know for sure. But Inafune? Kinjay Inafune, I believe. Is what it Kinjay Inafune, yeah. which most of our listeners probably really, uh, remember that name from the game we talked about earlier, the famous Mega Man. And Mega also Man. produced by Takura Fujiwara, who was also involved in Mega Man. So you had basically the same guys that developed Mega Man that developed this game. Uh, one I, could look, argue I, that. I, I look at those guys as kind of the... Uh, the Miyamoto and and, yes. and those type of people, but for Capcom. I mean, they're like Capcom's top dogs. Yeah, and I had read somewhere, I had read somewhere, I think it was uh, Fujiwara that had actually used Mario as kind of a motivation. Uh, but uh, anyway, um, and I thought that, and we'll get into this in the gameplay, but I thought some of the aspects of this game even kind of feels like Mega Man. Especially the way Scrooge talk, walks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But anyway, so this game was a Capcom game uh, developed in, in conjoint with Disney Interactive Studios, and this is one of the only one of the few games that we were talking about that actually was released in North America before it was released in Japan. So it was released in September of 1989 in North America, and then January 1990 in Japan. And, of course, Europe gets thrown in there like 12 months later after Japan. Um, one of the most successful games uh, sold approximately 1.67 million and 1.43 million copies worldwide, um, respectively. That's the NES and the Game Boy version. So the Game Boy version put them right over 3 million sold. Wow. Um, yeah. And then uh, uh, Electronic Gaming Monthly praised the NES for its gameplay and colorful graphics. It was listed on Nintendo Power's uh, best games for the NES um, at number 13 and number 10 on IGN's 100 Greatest. So, uh, and we'll talk about whether that's high, low, or just right later on. Mm-hmm. Um but one of the one one interesting thing about it was there's a one of the Disney producers, a uh, lady by the name. It's either Darlene Lacey and or Darlene Waddington. I'm not real sure which name is accurate because uh, she I've read in two different resources the those two different names. But she talked about the changes that were made to make it of more Disney quality to the game. And, of course, fam- more family-friendly. Not unlike our show. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that was changed... Remember, you know the ice cream cones that you get? Mm-hmm. Uh, was originally hamburgers. And they changed it to ice cream cones. And her response in an interview was... She doesn't really remember what the reason was. She thought it may have had something to do with... Uh, Disney was looking for a more vegetarian option. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of lame, if you ask me. Um, they The coffins in the Transylvania stage originally had a cross on them, and then uh, they forced them to replace it with R.I.P. Um, and there was originally a, uh, option, uh, a part of the game where Scrooge could lose all of his money, and Disney nixed that, saying that that was uh, un-Scrooge-like. Yeah, although isn't so, that the point of the whole game, that he lost all his money at the beginning? He's, I don't even remember yeah, the story exactly, because I didn't watch the story. I, I think it's something, I think it means like when he's like, when you're playing the game and you're collecting money, mm-hmm. there was a way that you could lose all of that, um, and they decided to not put that in. Um, one of the things yeah, that I thought I'm, was... I, I was wrong, by the way. He didn't lose his money. He was just wanting these extra five... Treasures, yeah. lost treasures. He's trying. In the world. That's what it was. 
He's trying to beat out his rival, Flintheart Glomgold. Mm. But, um, uh, anyway, so, well, let's see, there's something, uh, one of the things that, there's a few, like, there's typos and, like, spelling punctuation problems in the game. And one of the things that she said was, Disney kind of wanted to change those, but Capcom, the, the actual designers of the game, weren't really that concerned with punctuation, so they just kind of had to go with it. And they were trying to get the game out for Christmas, which it came out in September, so they just kind of went with it. Um, and there's one part of the game where instead of Huey, Dewey, and Louie, they say Huey, Louie, and Louie. Which I'm not real sure where that is, but... Uh, it, it's a song, yeah. actually. I think it's a song. Oh, okay. Louie, okay. Louie. Yeah. And, uh, well, that's about it. I could probably ramble on with a little more, but I want to get on into the gameplay of this game. But uh, um... That's a good idea, yeah. Speaking of quests, here's Michael's quest to find the cart. So, did you have this game, or did you go on a quest? I got a feeling you just had this game. Yeah, I just had this game, and actually, I think I think I distinctly remember how I got it. Maybe not when exactly, but uh, I'm pretty sure this was a gift from my grandfather for my birthday. So, like ninety one, ninety two, Michael mm -hmm. got it for his birthday. Yeah. And when did this game come um, out? Uh, eighty nine, September yeah. eighty nine, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I probably got it a couple years later for my birthday. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. I've got a story about this game, and I've told it on the show before. I don't remember if I told it on a Christmas episode or another episode. But, um, so this is a game that it was Christmas, probably 90, 91. I don't know if it would have been 89. But, um, so I had opened all my presents, and, and there was like paper and everything everywhere, and we were picking up trash throwing everything away and like mixed in with all the trash was this game just a, the cartridge in the little cartridge sleeve and it was like uh, one last little present that I found that almost got thrown away um, so yeah that uh, was awesome and became one of my favorite NES games so, spoilers spoilers for the gameplay discussion yeah well, sorry yeah <laughs> Alright, so, speaking of gameplay... I think it's time we get to the game discussion! <laughs> nice segue. Yeah, yeah good one. Yeah. So, you, right, said, so. You, you said you felt like this, was a, this felt a lot like Mega Man. Explain. Well... I don't know if the game itself felt like Mega Man because there's not really a lot of aspects. You don't really shoot anything or anything, but just the way, and it's, this is almost kind of a weird comparison, but the way Scrooge looks in the game and the way he walks almost reminds me of the sprite of Mega Man. Yeah, he's kind of squatty. That, yeah, he's squatty and his legs kind of move the same. And so I, when I, was see I didn't realize well I mean I knew they were both Capcom games but I didn't kind of put two and two together that the same guys were doing this game that did um, that did Mega Man and after that I kind of started noticing yeah this kind of does kind of feel a little moves a lot like it um, it's not a, like exactly like it of course but right uh, there's similarities yeah so. I could kind of see it, I guess, yeah. Yeah, and one of the things I like about this game, going on the sprites, is the sprites are really detailed, and the colors of the game, and there, there's just a, there's a lot of attention to detail in the backgrounds and everything. Yeah, that was going to be my biggest thing about this game, is the attention to detail. There's so much mm -hmm. care put into this game. Like, I wrote down mm -hmm. just a few little things that I, I found that I, I just loved. Um, as far as little details go, mm -hmm. I thought I, I really like that when you're like, see, a lot of times you're bouncing and you're going up really high on the stage, right? Mm -hmm. Well, you've got a heads up display that shows your life and stuff up there. 
Well, mm-hmm. when you get up into it, it disappears. Yeah. Like, they didn't have to do that. Like, you could just, they could either not let you go up there or or it could be at the bottom or something. But yeah. I just thought that was really cool how it would disappear so you could see what was going on. I mean, that's just a little mm-hmm. something. Also, yeah. like the way that his top hat is animated. Like, <laughs> yeah. When you, uh-huh. when you duck, it flies off his head and lands back on his yeah. head. Yeah, that is neat. And uh, this one's just, this next one that I wrote down is just adorable. Right before he does his golf swing with his cane, he wags his little tail. I thought that was just I thought that was just the coolest little thing. I never even noticed that, but that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. See, I mean, it like it, when you know when you can golf swing things, right? Yeah. Well, whenever you line up the shot, he wags his tail. <laughs> so such a such a rich such a rich thing. Of course, Scrooge is gonna. His one of his powers is gonna be a golf swing. Yeah, that's funny. And the other <laughs> one I wrote down is just like in the snow level. If you try to pogo, you get stuck in the ground. Yeah, that's cool. one of mine. That was one thing I was gonna bring up is the pogoing in the Himalayas because yeah. you get stuck and he's like uh, stuck yeah. in it there for a minute. Yeah, so. that's pretty funny. I mean, they, the uh, levels are like super detailed too, and and very intricate. There's lots of secret places to go and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I just this is a what? game that I grew up playing a lot, and I kind of watched a few speedruns slash uh, like I mentioned earlier, and I there's a lot of things that I never even knew were there. A couple of secrets like in the Himalayas that you could go back behind these walls, like. If you go where the statue, the big totem pole guy is, you can jump up and you can go through that wall, and then there's like mm-hmm. a secret little place back there, and you can get treasures and stuff and stuff like that that I never even realized was there. Yeah, I know. And um, like the Transylvania stage, there's mm-hmm. all kinds of walls you can walk through. Of course, some of them you're supposed mm-hmm. to walk through, right? But uh, they're just—I don't know. There's some of them you don't have to walk through, and they're just there. Yeah, uh, they're just. Each level was just so well designed. I, I didn't. I, I liked every single one of them. There wasn't even there wasn't one that I thought, eh, I don't really like this one. Yeah, I, I kind of think I was a little scared of Transylvania at first because <laughs> it's kind of as an hard. adult or as a child. Both, no. more more so as an adult. Um, but uh, I like when the detail when you kill the characters and. Especially in the Transylvania stage, because like the the mummies that are attached to the ball, if you hit them, they'll spin around and then they'll like become naked and fly off the screen. You know? Yeah, I, I like that. That was really funny. Because that's you know, I mean, just the details of that. It's not you don't just you know hit them and they fall off. You yeah, get, and you know. and and you can hit the um, the knights, the statues mm-hmm. or whatever, with your mm-hmm. golf swing and their head falls off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cool. And if you hit the, the coffins, ghosts come out. Yeah. Or you get a prize. Or, yeah, sometimes you get a prize. And also sometimes you get a prize with the knights when you get to knock mm-hmm. their head off. Yeah, and even like the stumps in the uh, Amazon, if you hit those, sometimes you'll get a, a diamond. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of... I think. In order to get a score like Sean's, you're going to have to find a lot of these secrets, and you're going mm-hmm. to have to un- unearth a lot of these diamonds. Mm-hmm. What uh, What was your go-to stage first? First stage to go to. Um, I usually start with Transylvania, just because yeah. I found it to be the easiest. I always started with Amazon, and I think it's just the first one you can select, but it's definitely not the easiest one. Transylvania. Is probably the one you should go to first. Some people say go to the moon first. I'm not sure why that is. Yeah, the moon's kind of difficult for me. Moon was probably my most difficult stage. Yeah, yeah. But uh, there's one one part that I thought was really cool. One of my favorite parts was in the African mines when you're jumping in the carts, but the carts only go like two feet, and you have to jump out and jump in another one. That was really a fun part of the game. It's kind of really difficult, too. Yeah, I like that. I, but it's not too difficult. It's not like a Donkey Kong Country minecart level. It's just, mm-hmm. a, just a little piece of the level with the minecarts. It's just, yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. I dig it. Yeah. Hey, I've got something. Oh, yeah. Forgot about this. It's okay. 
Yeah, I almost did too. We can't forget about it. No. Ta-da. Ooh. Captain Commando? <laughs> uh, yeah. <clears throat> Captain, Captain Commando. Sweet. <clears throat> A special <laughs> message from <laughs> from Captain Commando. Yeah. It's uh, This is part of the Captain Commando Challenge series. Sweet. Alright, let's, let's read the story, okay? Uncle Scrooge is a world-class millionaire and a lover of adventure. His goal this time is to obtain the five lost treasures that were scattered throughout the world. He is off on his adventure with the help of Huey, Dewey, Louie, and Webby. They will travel with him through the jungles of the Amazon, the snow-topped peaks of the Himalayas, the haunted house in Transylvania, the subterranean mines of Africa, and the surface of the moon. How many of the lost treasures will you be able to find? See, I think only a rich person could make all to travel to all those places as well. Yeah, and I here's my thoughts on this story. He mm-hmm. is a ter- terrible uncle. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking his his nieces and nephews on this wild journey where they keep getting kidnapped and hurt and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, whoever these the the parents are, they're not going to let. Well, uh, Donald Duck, right? The parent, right, right. He's not going to let Scrooge babysit anymore. Well, and some, this is this is more of a a weird thing about the show that always kind of threw me off. Mm-hmm. Donald was supposedly their dad, right? Mm-hmm. I think. But right. they were always hanging out at Uncle Scrooge's house, which I can understand because he's rich and he's got all this cool stuff. But it almost seemed like he was the dad. Yeah, Donald was And never Donald around. was never there. He's right. just such an absent dad. He's an absent father. There's a lot of Donald episodes. There's like a lot of stuff, old stuff with Donald, with Huey, Dewey, and Louie, but... Uh... Then he just like pawns them off, I guess, to Uncle Scrooge because Uncle Scrooge has money. And I may not be remembering this correctly uh, about Donald uh, and the really old cartoons with Huey, Dewey, and Louie and Donald. But didn't he like beat them and chase them around the house and stuff? Donald? Yeah, I feel like he did. Maybe uh, I'm thinking. Maybe it's probably. Like I'm wrong. Probably did. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe Donald's in jail. Hey, yeah, maybe Child Protective Service came and took took Donald away and gave him to Uncle Scrooge. Maybe, because <laughs> he kept chasing him around with frying pans and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, boy. All right. That's funny. And uh, well, another thing, Uncle Scrooge seems way older than Donald, too. He always seemed like he was Grandpa Scrooge to that's, me. Yeah, that's a, a good point. Grandpa Scrooge. Yeah. Hmm. And they don't have the same last name. They don't have the same last name. Scrooge and Duck. Yeah. <laughs> right, Donald Duck. Well, no, it's Duck and McDuck. Because oh, Scrooge's Duck last name is McDuck. Okay. So it's Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, that's right. But it's not Donald McDuck. It's just Donald Duck. Right. It's Donald Duck and Scrooge McDuck. Maybe when uh, Scrooge became a millionaire, he said, "Well, I'm going to pay to have my last name changed from Duck to McDuck. Yeah, McDuck sounds much more rich than Duck. Scrooge yeah. Duck. Scrooge Duck just does not have the same ring to it. Yeah. Well, Anyways, that's yeah. that's enough about the show. Well, you can if you got something to say about the show, that's fine. No, I was just going to say, if your name's Scrooge, do you have to be rich? And grumpy? Uh, well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. There's only two Scrooges I know of. It's Scrooge McDuck and Ebenezer. Ebenezer Scrooge, that's right. So, uh, and they're both rich and grumpy. And they also, every now and then, will show their heart, right? Yeah, like the end of the game. Yeah. Okay, so the, the cool thing about this game... Oh, there's Gizmo. Gizmo was always my favorite when I was a kid, watching the cartoon, <laughs> by the way. Gizmo did. Yeah. Yeah. I always liked him. He kind of looked like a Power Ranger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that just opens up a whole other can of worms that we may get into uh, whenever we cover Darkwing Duck mm-hmm. on the po- on the podcast. But what's up with that? Yeah. That's a whole other character that just kind of comes out of nowhere. It has the same last name. 
Yeah. Right? <laughs> Where is this family? What it is seems this, un- this family? Seems unrelated, but has some of the characters from DuckTales in it. Mm-hmm. So, anyways. And also, uh, I forgot to mention this in history, but uh, a couple of the prototype cartridges got leaked out that had didn't have all the changes. And Gizmo Duck was referred to as Robo Duck, which was apparently uh, what he was called in Japan. So. Yeah, well, I mean... That's kind of what he is. Do you remember Bubba Duck? I don't remember Bubba Duck, by the way. I do not remember Bubba Duck. He's like a... I don't know, he looks like a caveman. A cave duck. Yeah. Well, but I was thinking like maybe Redneck Cousin that lives in oh, Louisiana yeah, be, or something. Could be. Could be Redneck Duck. Red, <laughs> redneck Duck and Bubba but Duck. But they decided that was too offensive, so they changed it to Bubba Duck. Yeah. <laughs> well, it would be funny if it was just Redneck Duck. <laughs> what about Launchpad? I like Launchpad. Launchpad is always cool. Yeah, in the game where he can give you a ride uh, in his plane that's more like flies like a helicopter, mm-hmm. which is interesting. I think it's a it's like a transformer. It converts. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What is that plane? That's a military plane. That supposed to do that but everybody says it's not really good the osprey or something it can take I, off straight oh, up oh the one that yeah i don't i don't know what the name of it is i don't know what you're talking I about i think though. it's, it's the osprey the, it's, it's got the jets that can turn down so yeah that it hovers above the ground yeah. yeah anyway yeah so game back to the game mm-hmm. I, I we talked about the details the little details of the game but i think just the graphics in general like the colors and the just all the graphics of the game were just amazing. Yeah, going back to Scrooge himself, if you look at like the detail of him, like there's a lot of just different colors in there. There's a yellow, you know, yellow beak, blue eyes, the black with the red band on the hat. Like there's a lot of time that was spent in making that. So yeah, and the the NES color palette is notoriously small. Right, mm-hmm, right. But somehow they were able to get so many different colors into mm-hmm. this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one of the things that uh, the Darlene lady uh, had had spoke about with uh, the hamburgers. She thought maybe the sprites were too big for the hamburgers, so they went to ice cream cones. I just don't think that that's probably true with the detail that you have and so many of the other things. I don't think it would have been graphical limitations to the hamburger. I've seen plenty of hamburgers in games. Yeah. Yeah. Burger time. Yep. Those are some big old burgers. That's centered around a hamburger lady. Yep. Yeah. Did you ever play the Game Boy version of this game? I did not. Have you I didn't played it? No, apparently it's just a direct port, but I never played it. I'd be interested to try it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have a Game Boy though. I've got a Game Boy, but I don't I don't know where this if I'd ever be able to find this game. Yeah. The um what about the sound and the music in this game? Well, I love the sound. Uh especially the intro song, which is just a DuckTales theme, of course. Okay, I'll stop. Wait, no, you, you that was the best part? Oh, uh... Dun, 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 dun. I can't remember now. You, you inter- <laughs> have gotten interrupted. Sorry. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Yeah, okay. Dun, dun. Yeah, anyway. Oh, yeah! Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> Did did you watch the show a lot as a kid? Oh man, I watched it all the time. I think uh, I probably saw every episode ten times. Yeah, yeah, that was I one of my favorite shows as a kid. But the that show and Tailspin always came on around the same time, and I hated mm-hmm. Tailspin, but I watched I watched Ducktales. Yeah, I never watched Tailspin either. I don't um, know what it was. I just didn't like Tailspin. Well, it was competing against uh, Ducktales. That you didn't like. Yeah. Also yeah. like Darkwing ducks. I think I just like ducks. Mm-hmm. Ducks are pretty cool animals. Mm, I like ducks. I love going to feed <laughs> ducks and having them eat out your hand. 
Yeah, but the first second you do, they will never leave you alone. So you got to kind of feed them at the end of the day. You know, so right yeah. before you leave, you're going to leave because if you feed them early in the day, then they'll never leave you alone. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and like if you go to a park where there's a lot of ducks, when they're at parks, they're they're really brazen. I mean, if you're trying to have like a picnic at a park and there's ducks there that are used to being fed, I mean, they'll just I've had them actually jump on the table before. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, yep. If you're yeah, not going to well, throw this down here for me, I'm just going to come up here and get it. That's funny. Well, see, mm-hmm. the ducks are actually a little bit nicer than their cousins, geese. Oh, don't get me started on geese. Yeah, I know. I won't. I just, I just had to, I just had to bring it up since we were bashing ducks for a moment. I wanted to just yeah. let everybody know the ducks are comparative, but comparatively. Oh. I love pretty ducks. Nice. I think nice. duck. I think it'd be pretty cool to have a pet duck. Yeah, ducks are pretty cool. I wouldn't name it Donald. No, I'd go with either Scrooge or Darkwing. <laughs> yeah, or just Mick. Mick Duck. Yeah, Mick Duck. Wait, just Mick. Hey Mick. Just Mick. Mick. Hey Mick. What's his name? Mick Duck. Um. Yeah. I got a funny story about a goose, though. Okay. So geese are notorious if you've got any listeners out there for being on golf courses around here. I don't know why they just like, they find themselves on golf courses. Well, we were playing golf one day with a friend of ours uh, that went by a nickname uh, in college that I won't say. Oh, is it a D-bag? Yeah. So he was, uh, we were playing golf and and he was like hitting the shot and there was a goose that I I don't know why. I, I guess he was, his ball was close to... This goose's territory, and the goose wouldn't leave him alone while he's trying to hit a shot. He kept like squawking at him and trying to get near him and hissing. <laughs> and the next thing I know is like he turns around and he's like yelling at this goose, and this goose is hissing at him. It looks like for like for like ten seconds, there's like an argument between him and a goose. It's hilarious. That sounds pretty funny. Mm-hmm. So anyway, did he did he wag his tail? It was the goose's turn to hit the ball, right? He's going. The goose probably wanted the ball. Yeah, he probably thought it was food. Yeah. Stupid geese. Geese, they're so annoying. And the the worst thing about geese is their poop. Because mm-hmm. it's not just like bird poop. It's like a turd mixed in with the, with the bird poop. It's pretty slimy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should probably stop talking about this. I haven't had breakfast yet. It's kind of grossing me out. Well, I don't think the listeners came in to hear about geese. And ducks. Yeah. Well, they did come here to hear about ducks, not geese. Yeah. All right. So we talked about so, go-to level. What was your favorite level? Um, probably Transylvania. I don't know. I just really like Transylvania. Yeah. I just like I just like the detail in it. I like the the layout. I like all the walking through walls and finding hidden stuff. It's probably my favorite. I like the music in Transylvania too. Yeah. Well, I won't do it again. But um, <laughs> yeah, I thought that that the music in Transylvania was pretty good. What was your favorite? So, uh, I really liked. I really liked Amazon. I really liked Himalayas. The Himalayas Trying, is good too. I like the Himalayas. Yeah. I like the fact that you fight the Yeti at the end. Yeah. Um. I would probably say Himalayas was probably my favorite. Um, and the moon I really liked because of the music. The music was almost kind of sweet in the moon. Hmm. Yeah, it, it is. Like a, it was like a ballad. The moon is pretty famous for its music. Everybody mm-hmm. everybody really likes the music for the moon. Mm-hmm. And, it, uh, it's very soothing. It's yeah, very soothing like I said, it's like it's a ballad. It's a... If you were on the moon, that's the kind of music you'd be wanting to listen to. The, just all the music in this game is just amazing. This mm. is, you know, we always say, it's almost like a question that we're we're trying to implement on the show that we haven't fully implemented yet. It's, would you listen to this in a car ride or just while playing the game? Mm-hmm. Or do you turn the music, or do you have to turn it off while playing the game? Mm-hmm. You know? This one I would probably listen to in a car. I would listen to this, yes. Outside of... As a matter of fact, when uh, I was 
doing the Astonax episode and I put the music in at the end and I pulled up the YouTube video of Wee Guy. I just mm-hmm. kept listening to it. I didn't, nice. even, I didn't even turn it off. Nice. So, yeah. <laughs> Instead of the Astonax music. Yeah. Eh, you know, Asnax wasn't mad, but it's no DuckTales. No, it's not. It's that's very true. Yeah. So, so I got a, I got one more question. I think we should, uh, we should cover here. Okay. Uh, well, two more, I guess. One is how much does this game go for? Well, and two is it worth it to buy okay, it? Yeah. Well, I found it. The cheapest I found it was eleven ninety nine. Averaged around twenty five bucks. Um, okay. My opinion, I'd pay it. I'd pay it any day of the week. Twenty five yeah, bucks for this game. I would too. I think twenty five bucks is a very reasonable price for this game. Now, Ducktales two seemed to be more expensive. Yeah, it's quite a bit more expensive. We'll talk I've about never that. Even, I've never even played it. I haven't yeah. either. Um, well, yeah, we can talk about that uh, whenever that episode comes around. I guess I will say th- rare, but... I will say this too. I, have you played the remastered version? I have not. I have, and it is a very, very faithful remake. Is it really? So if you're, yeah. So if you're concerned about um, paying twenty five dollars for the original game, mm-hmm. and the and the remake's fifteen mm-hmm. uh, to buy and download, then yeah, I would I would say that the remake is a is a reasonable investment versus this game. Would I rather have the NES version? Yes, I would probably rather mm-hmm. have the NES version. But and I would probably pay the extra ten bucks just to have the cartridge and have the NES version. But if you're going if if you just want to play this game mm-hmm. and you want to play a version of this game that's very faithful to it and pay ten less dollars, then mm-hmm. I would totally it, the remake is definitely worth it as well. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I haven't played it, but I'm going to go. I'm <laughs> you, just, go. you just trust me. Yeah. You just trust me that much. Well, I have one more question about this game. Okay. So it was ranked 13 by Nintendo Power and 10 by IGN. What do you think? Too high, too low, just right? Well, I'll tell you this. On Going into this week before playing it again, because I haven't played it mm-hmm. in years... I was thinking, eh, I think it's overrated, you know? I, I kept mm-hmm. thinking, before I actually started playing it for the, for the show this week, I kept thinking, this game is overrated. Because everybody is always ranting and raving about it, and it's just, it can't be that good. Because I remember playing it and remember liking it, but I thought, well, you know, I just, I was a kid, I liked it a lot. Right. But after playing it this week, again, I definitely do not think people are overrating this game. It is... Yeah. It is top 10, probably, NES games. Yeah, I think once you get into top 10, it just becomes, the the water just becomes muddy, I think, because Mm -hmm. you could make an argument for any in the top 10 being 1 through 10. Uh, um, I I would even say, for the NES library, I would even say maybe top 20 or top 25 gets like that. Yeah. Because there's so many great games. There's so many great games. So... I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna say that it's like too low or too high. It just belongs in that group of games. Yeah, um, I would say there so. are top. And I think you know people ask the question, "What's your favorite?" Like you know, you can have a favorite. What's the best? Is a different argument. I don't know if you could ever make an argument for any one game being the best. To me. Yeah, I would agree with that too. Yeah. So. Anyway. Sweet. So tell me, tell me this. Did you come up with any trophies? Gaze upon the mantle at the retrofitted trophies! I did, and it was almost disappointing in myself as I sat down. I was trying to think of these trophies because I was like, I just felt like, man, I, I this is such a good game and one of my favorites. I didn't feel like I did them justice, but I did come up with three. Okay. I came up with four, maybe five. Wait. I said three, but I guess I forgot to write one down. I've only got two wrote down. Oh. If I think about it, I'll, I'll say. Okay. Well, I'll start with uh, I'll start with my first one. It's it's uh if it floats, it's a witch. <laughs> 
and that is beat that is beat the the boss of Transylvania. Nice, nice. I was trying to think of a good trophy for that one, but I love that one. It's also a Monty Python reference for mm-hmm. anybody who doesn't get it. Yeah. Um, my first one is four, and that is use your golf swing to get a prize by either hitting a coffin or something or a object. Yeah, or sometimes you can hit the hit a rock into the air and yeah. hit something and knock it down, mm-hmm. which is a cool gameplay mechanic. I thought. Yeah. So we'll just say using your golf swing to do anything good. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I've got this one. This next one is called a prize in and of itself, and that is defeat the yeti, because the yeti is a sacred beast that we may or may not exist. Yeah. I wonder if Scrooge took him back and like said, here he is. Killed him. Um, my other one is, I feel bad about this, really. And that is, kill five rabbits on the Himalayans. Oh, yeah, they are just kind of jumping around in the snow. Yeah. And then you, some duck just comes by and pogos their head. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Evil, I tell you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got one. Uh, Donald would be impressed, and that is beat the game on hard. Nice, nice. And and, and then when you when you're done, beat Huey, Dewey, and Lou with your golf swing. <laughs> because that, yeah. because as we said, Donald right. is, a, is a is a child abuser. He's abusive. Yeah. Go ahead. I cannot think of the other one tonight. Okay. All right. I've got one uh, called. Collect where you collect ten million, and that is King of the Ducks. Nice, or King of the Ducks, I guess. I wanted to come up. All the bosses are pretty neat, and I want to come up with some cool ones for the bosses. But I can only come up with two cool ones for the bosses. Yeah, but I mean, surely the the rat one, the moon rat, would be. You could come up with something for that, but I just could not. I couldn't think of it. Yeah. What's his name? Does he have a name? The rat. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I don't think he has a name. Moon Rat. Okay. Moon Rat. <laughs> or Orkin Man. Mm-hmm. Orkin Man on the Moon. Does it yeah. is it Orkin or are they just bugs or is they just general pest control? I don't know. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's all I got. Okay. Good trophies. Liked them. Yeah, I was really proud of the uh, the witch one. If it floats, yeah. it's a witch. Because it's funny, because in Monty Python, they talk about weighing her against a duck. Mm-hmm. But in this game, she's a witch and a duck. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you got a... What about a game rating? We all got our opinions. What's yours? It's time for game rating. Hmm. Top of duck? rate this game? Have we done type of duck before? I feel like we have. We did it for duck hunt. Oh, did we? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well? How about a millionaire or a, a billionaire? Like a really rich person. Okay. 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 Well, uh, since I, I'll go first and I'll say, since this is one of my favorite NES games, I'm going to go with my go, favorite. Your favorite rich person? My favorite rich person. <laughs> And that's because he's like probably one of the best innovators. I think we'll we'll be one of the best innovators of our time, and that is Elon Musk. Okay, I figured you was going to go with him. Yeah, somehow maybe it's because I, we had Elon a conversation Musk. yesterday on the Facebook about yeah his batteries. Which side note on that? I don't think that those batteries are going to be the best thing ever, but I think that it's a step in the right direction, and I'm glad that somebody like that is taking it on. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely it's it's going to be a it's a yeah it's a step in the right direction. It's kind of like it's, yeah, it's kind of like the battery powered car where it's like the first ones are like eh, you know they're they're okay but they're not great, but it's a step in the right direction we'll, we'll, that just shows that one day we'll probably have one that's like well like Teslas. Teslas are pretty incredible electric yeah, cars. They are. Yeah, they are. Well, and the Teslas, Elon Musk, Elon Musk is the, right. is, is the tes- <laughs> Tesla guy. So right. I think, I don't know, the battery seems pretty cool to me. If for nothing else than a backup for when your power goes out. Absolutely. I think that, yeah. I think that would be perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I would trust my entire house without electricity, without like electricity from the 
electric utilities board or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, and I think, but I think one day it will get yeah, there. It, that point. one day, one day it could happen. Yeah. No. And they're fairly inexpensive too. That's what's killing. Yeah. That's what surprises no. me. Mm-hmm. You could probably have it installed and everything for less than five or five or six thousand dollars. I know. That's nice. Anyways, yeah. I guess uh, I guess my rich person is going to be uh, Vladimir Putin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> he is like the fifth or sixth richest person in the world. Though. Yeah. Uh, I'll go with. I would like to say Bill Gates. I'll go with Bill Gates. Yeah? Because I think he's an, he's an innovator, even if some people call him a thief. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he's an innovator like Elon Musk, and I think this game was very innovative. It's the only game that I can think of where you pogo on top of people's heads, other than maybe games that came after it. Right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I think it's good. You could also... Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to just say one thing you could all, another rich person that you bear this game to is probably uh, Steve Jobs because he was, I think, kind of a grumpy guy and Scrooge is a grumpy guy. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. He is. And he's an innovator too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. I, I, you know, the other day, um, I can't remember when it was, a couple of days ago, I heard something about Bill Gates and how, um, there were how he was being accused of being a thief and all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they said he may not be the best innovator in the world, like it was coming up with the ideas, but he is mm-hmm. probably the best at knowing which ideas are the ones to use. Yeah, like he will he will stop a meeting and say, "Stop! That's the idea right there. Run with that one." Yeah, and that'll be yeah. like the mouse or the yeah or the Windows operating system or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Any, anyways, got any feedback? This is always the best part of the show. We call it Deep Patter Feedback or Listener Feedback. Let's go with Deep Patter. Ooh, yeah. So, that, that we got a bunch of that. We got quite a bit. So. I uh, started off here with Jesse Benson, who said this is one of my absolute favorite games of all time. Awesome gameplay, great music, and a fun storyline. This game rocks. Uh, Gabe Van Gilder says, I will probably get hate, but I never played this game in uh, the new... Wait. Is the new-gen version. I want to get an exact copy of the original. Noticed it was on Wii U and Xbox a few years ago. So yeah, Gabe, uh, we, Mike would suggest going ahead and going with that. Mm-hmm. Alright, Clayton South said, I enjoyed the DuckTales cartoon series that ran on TV and this game felt like a perfect extension of the show. The game has innovative controls, Scrooge bouncing on his cane, fun and complex music, and great level design. Overall, it's a wonderfully pl- positive and memorable game. It makes me happy whenever I play it. I'm speculating now, and I'd like to see what the dudes think, but I think the happiness factor in this game is what attracts most people to it. What do you guys think? Hmm. It is a very happy game, and the music makes me just feel good, you know? I think so, yeah. I think there is a lot of feel-good to it. And plus, it's kind of just, you know, that... Because it's tied into such kind of a awesome show, too. There is a lot of... yeah. Just make it's you bright. It's it. bright and colorful. The, the mm-hmm. cartoon was amazing. It's just yeah, yeah. It's got yeah, all the gears working in the right direction. I would agree with that, but I would, but with a caution, saying that that's not the only reason. I think it's yeah, still just a great game. Yeah, yeah. I think he's yeah. wondering what what attracts people to the game. Right. Back, right. back in the day, I think it was probably right. the cartoon that mainly attracted people to the game. Well, I'm going to tell you what I think attracted people to it is. Uh, the coupon on it that says save up to ten dollars when you purchase Capcom video games. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty big deal. People like coupons. Yeah, yeah. the coupon will get them every time. Joe Copel, who today, which not the day this podcast will get released, but today and the day that we're recording is his birthday. 
So happy birthday, Joe. And Joe says, this is one of my favorite NES titles. I love the remake and actually haven't picked up the cart because I have the remastered edition. The art, music, and gameplay are flawless. This is the definition of perfection on the NES. All right. Glowing review from Joe. Yeah. Um, Jesse Benson came back and said, I've owned the original card for years and play it often. However, I also have the remastered PS3 version, and it too is a masterpiece. Now I just wish the re-released gold NES version. He wished he had the re Yeah, that would be pretty sweet. You, you know what happened is uh, they, when they released the remastered version, they mm-hmm. remade uh, another a cart uh, for that. Mm-hmm. And it was gold, mm-hmm. and they, but yeah. they only gave it out to like the developers and stuff or something like that. Yeah. So it, it didn't get a release, but just it, just in kind of in honor of the remake, they re, remade the cartridge in gold for the yeah. release. So that would be really cool to have. Uh, Steve Nix said Pogo Uber Alleys. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Zachary Richards says, Ah, DuckTales, a classic example of Capcom making licensed games that aren't terrible. Why couldn't other companies take notes? DuckTales is a superb game. It's a good point. A lot of times when Disney games kind of, or other games based on television or movies get thrown together, we've talked about that on past episodes where games just get thrown together to make a buck off something. Yeah, I don't understand. Capcom, I think Disney was always with Capcom, at least back in these days. So, Cap, all the Disney games were good, and Capcom, mm-hmm. Capcom did did them right. I wonder though, I wonder if that was all Capcom, which obviously Capcom was able to do it because they're really good developers at the time. But I wonder if it was not part Disney for not wanting their games to be trash. I think. Well, see, the thing is, is that again, going back to that Darlene. Waddington or Lacey, whatever her last name is now. Going back to her, the interview I read with her, she was talking about the early days, like when this game was being developed, which you're starting, you're starting to develop it in 87, that Disney was really small, and she was like the only quality person there. And by the time this game was released, the software division of Disney like grew exponentially. It was huge. And then I think... Yeah, I think they took a big role in, like, maybe not the developing, which was all Capcom, but the overseeing and making sure that everything was approved. And um, So I think Capcom wasn't just that Capcom would ever make a crappy game, but they also had somebody, a big giant software division of Disney that was kind of breathing down their neck, too. Right. Because all the Disney games are good. Pretty right. much, except for maybe Little Mermaid, but even 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 <laughs> how dare is... you? How dare you, sir? <laughs> okay, sorry. We'll we'll, we'll yeah. cover that game next week for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see where we are. Michael Murdoch said, "Loved it. Never beat it though. Got close." Uh, Trevor Flank- Franklin said, "One of the classics I never played. I'm surprised since my brother and I loved the Chippendale games." Which were also Capcom cartoon-based games. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it as far as feedback. Really, so, I kind of expected yeah. more, but uh, we did get a we did get a voicemail. All right. Let me see if I. It's not Ducktales related, but let me see if I can. Uh, let's see if it'll play. Ready? Come on. Hey, two dudes, internet. I was just wondering if you guys. Do you guys play games a lot on a free time? And are you going to have an interview with your wife about your game? And... Okay, I think he said, uh, "Do we play a lot?" Mm-hmm. And and why don't we do an interview with our wives about our excessive gaming? <laughs> well. Uh, that could be an idea for a future show. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my wife would just, I don't know what she would say. She says, nah. yes, you game you game too much in your free time, but you don't have any free time. 
So yeah. it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. I, I do. I really don't. Justin and I both, neither one probably have a whole lot of free time. Right. Most most all of my free time, as far as gaming goes, it, well, most all of my free time is spent either hanging out with my wife and family or mm-hmm. gaming, and that gaming is usually all whatever game we're playing for this week, just because I don't have right. a lot of free time. That would be me too. Yeah. So. Anyway. Right. So yeah, that was it for the feedback. I, so that's okay. Uh, I mean, th- it yeah. was really I mean, cool. yeah, it was, it was good. quality it was... feedback. Yeah, sure. It wasn't just your run of the mill. Yeah, I liked it. It was alright. It was yeah. I'm just I, can't, I shouldn't How... take that shot. I shouldn't have took that. How shot. dare you? <laughs> love, love the Genesis Gems and all yeah. the other Retro Junkies shows as well. Right, so right. Everybody should go check them out. Nick, uh, speaking of, Nick and Rob from the Genesis Gems will be coming to a cookout at my house this weekend, and Justin's bailing on us. Yeah, well, you know what? This weekend is insane, like, the the amount of things that are going on this weekend. So, every year we go to this, uh, people who don't, aren't from East Tennessee won't know what this is, but there's this place in Pigeon Forge called Wilderness and the Smokies. Every year we go to that place um, around this time, mm-hmm. um, and, and, spend and since I since I announced that I was having a cookout, Justin said, "Let's go that week." <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> now a friend of ours' church goes and does this, and so it's like um, they always invite us, and uh, so it, it, we always go. So um, unfortunately, not going to make it to Michael's cookout this year. It's uh, fine. It's fine. Which is unfortunate because Rob and Nick are going to be there, or maybe it would have just turned into a Ness versus Genesis fight. Yeah, it could just it could just be a giant fight, and now it's just going to be them beating me up because I don't got any backup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. <laughs> so thanks, thanks for that. Also, this weekend we got the Kentucky Derby, Mayweather, Pacquiao. Who you taking? I'm pretty. Ex- ah, man, I don't know. I want to take Pacquiao because I like him better, but I think Mayweather's probably going Mayweather yeah. to get him. I think Mayweather's the, just going to... Mayweather's too slick. He's too he's, slick. Yeah, he's, 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 he's taller and younger, too. I mean, yeah. height I think, is a pretty big deal in boxing. Yeah, I think that uh, Pacquiao... I'd like to see Pacquiao beat him, but I think what's going to happen is Mayweather's just going to outbox him, and it's going to be... A typical Mayweather fight where, you know, he just outsmarts him the entire time. So, I'd rather yeah. it be a nice, nice, good fight, though. Yeah. I don't know. You, Welcome you to Boxing it? Cast at the end of Two Dudes and a Mess. Two Dudes gonna, and a Boxer. Yeah. You gonna take the plunge and buy it? No. I'm just gonna have to hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's $100. So. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's pretty expensive. Unless you get a group of people together, you're not buying it or maybe you're Scrooge McDuck and you can afford to just buy the even a lot of the places that are even a lot of the places that are showing it like I think uh, I saw Hooters or something was uh, charging $20 cover really yeah well I bet it costs a lot more for a place like Hooters to show it right they have to pay probably like Ten, twenty, thirty dollars per person or something. Yeah, and they yeah. probably get you know, what happens. I think a lot of these fights, and I go watch the UFC fights a lot um, at like Buffalo Wild Wings, and I think if you like look around, like there, there's a lot of tables that are eating and drinking and you know, you know, spending a good chunk of money. But some tables are just like five dudes drinking water, <laughs> yeah, watching the fight. Yeah. And maybe that's what they should do if you're not drinking. Or eating, but then, then again, you have you to think, pay the cover. Yeah, then you have to pay the cover. But then again, you think even if you do eat, you're still going to take up that table for like four hours mm-hmm. instead of instead of one. That you and that's what happens. People don't move on fight nights. I mean, they get a table and you, they're locked in till the but, fight's over. But if you're drinking, you know, then that's fine because they're going to continue to make money off of you for alcohol. Right, right. But if you're not drinking, then you're just taking up their space. Right. Okay. All right. Well, tell them where they can find us. 
Two dudes in a nest.com, nestdudes.com, and I can always, always, uh, let's see, nintendudes.com. Yes, sir. And of course, Facebook and Twitter and all that fun stuff. And Come join the Facebook group. Yes. Join the, join the fun. Yeah. Games are being played on there, like, guess the game that Clayton South runs and does a very good job. Mm-hmm. On, Thank you, Clayton. Uh, Dude, Clayton, yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. Of course, the high score challenges that uh, Sean is is running. Mm-hmm. He does a very good job at that. So come check those out. You won't be disappointed. Yep. And you, you can, can always call us. Call us. Yeah. 775-773-8761. Or how else can they call us, Justin? 775-7-RETRO-1. Yep. And we also receive texts. So you can actually just text us if you want, right? Yeah, you you can text us at them at that number and ask us a ask us a question or, or make a suggestion like um what was it, Damien that called us today? Like like he mm-hmm. did. You can just yeah. uh, ask it doesn't have question. to be related to the game, you can just ask us anything. Or make a suggestion, like an interview with our live show. That may be that may be interesting. Or even, we got two questions today. Clayton also asked us a question from the Facebook feedback. So yeah, ask us questions we'll answer them on the show. Yeah, that'd be cool. And we have but don't ask us in Stitcher. Don't oh, okay. ask what? I was going to say, uh, don't ask us questions on Google Hangouts because we'll probably just ignore it until the very end. Like that yep, one person did <laughs> that one time. Almost. So. You, you can come in. Yeah. Hold on, Justin. Let's finish the last little bit in just a second. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're really choppy. <laughs> For some reason. I, I heard you say, can you hear me, Justin? <laughs> you said I heard you can say you can hear us. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> what is she wearing? A raincoat. <laughs> no. Yeah. Is it raining there? Maybe. Because it's beautiful here. It's either raining or Amber just wanted to put a raincoat on. Oh. Of course, we live two hours away from each other, but... Is it raining? No, but it's wet and cold. Oh. Oh. Here you go, Justin. Here, this is interesting. Here we go, listeners. Let's watch this. This will be fun. Can you see this? It's like frozen. <laughs> I can't see anything. Okay. It's Probably clean. for the best. <laughs> Probably for the best. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It was How something. I, if it was, be, I don't know if it was because there was a lot going on. But like the the screen kept freezing. Oh, really? Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, that's a nice little treat for the behind the scenes there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wipe, wiping my dog's behind. 
<laughs> yeah. All right, so where were we? We were wrapping up. Mm, iTunes and Stitcher. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. And leave us a review, please. That would be awesome. Yes. We're almost at 100. Sweet. We're getting dangerously close to 100 reviews. So if somebody wants to write us a review and get us to 100, I'll tell you what. Get us to 100 and I will give away something. I don't know. I'll just... I will pull a random game out of my collection and mail it to the hundredth reviewer. Awesome. Yeah. Or no, I won't. Not the hundredth reviewer, but I'll pick a random reviewer out of the hundred. Okay. And yeah. mail it to them because I don't want to leave anybody out. So yeah, I will just pick a random game out of my collection and mail it to one of the one hundred reviewers when we get to hundred. So tell your friends to review us and, and get us to hundred. Yeah, five stars are preferred, but we'll deal with non five stars too. Yeah. Awesome. There was something else I wanted to say, but uh, I got a little distracted. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, well. I don't know what you were going to say. Did you <laughs> practice the mind reading a little bit better? I know. I know. We've been working on this for years, man, and you just constantly letting me down. I know. <laughs> Alright, so till next week. Mm -hmm. Here's the sounds for next week's game. I think it's another Patreon pick. Oh, that's what it was. If you wanna if you wanna support us on Patreon, go to www.patreon.com slash NES dudes and you can donate there. We will be shipping out the first junk box. Sweet. Afforded yes. on by our Wonderful Patreon contributors, which they will get first preference, and then we will pick um, other active members after them. But we want to yeah. limit it. We want to limit it to like twelve people, maybe yeah. fifteen max, because it's going to take like a week for each person to get it, get it, and get it turned around, sent to somebody else. So yeah, we don't want it taken all year, you know. And we've already got right. pretty much that that number signed up. But if you if you support us on Patreon. Any any contribution, then you'll get a guaranteed a spot because that's yeah. the Patreon donations are what we're using to um, afford the box and this a lot of the stuff that goes in the box is bought out of the Patreon then. Awesome. Anyways, so now here's the music for the Patreon pick for next week. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>